except his own stunts. Let me tell you, he he doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> Dude, he's wow. actually the living example of that character that um, Danny McBride played in uh, the Foot Fist way, where the guy's really good at giving demonstrations, <laughs> oh, yeah. but he can't really fight. That's Steven Seagal. I love that movie. He can oh, demonstrate that. grappling techniques, but he's shitty at gung fu. But because yeah. his family raised him in part of Asia, he's been selling that line of bullshit for like 60 years. That he can actually Bruce Lee some shit, you know? Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. Show? Oh, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, um, I spent most of my wad. Wow. Mental wad. Sure. Is that is that not okay to say? <laughs> that you've blasted your wad? I don't know. Yeah. As long as you're not directing yeah. it to one of your co-hosts, I think you're fine. You blast it through your fingers. What a great I'm opening. Just, All they're going to hear is me saying, I'm blasted your wad. Right Jesus, yeah. man. Talking about finger blasting. And... <laughs> finger blasting. <laughs> what? We're going to have to bring back the disclaimer. Isn't that when the kids uh, play the play with those little skateboards and pretend like they're adults? Fingerboarding. <laughs> Dave, Finger take Adam in the closet and explain him what it is. <laughs> All right. I just feel like bluegrass music should play right there for some reason. I don't know why. It should. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what have you heard? Hey, Nick. What have you heard? In the news. Yeah, I've I have two things. One, they push back Candyman. Mm, you know, like sucks. they're pushing back everything, which sucks. Yeah. But what excites me is uh, uh, Ewan McGregor said he's got a confirmation date of when they're going to be doing the Obi Wan Kenobi series, which I'm actually really excited about because I always loved him as Obi Wan Kenobi. Man, but doesn't it seem like nothing is confirmed anymore? Like <laughs> they said, they got a confirmation date of, in terms of filming. Oh. So that's exciting. Yeah. What the hell does everyone yeah. have left to do? <laughs> I know, like what what's going to start coming out? <laughs> He's yeah. going to have his own adventures where he, you know, plays with the dark side and. Oh, we're going to find know. out he's the one that really uh, drowned all the kids at the temple. There we go. Yeah. Instead of instead of absolutely, uh, it's, it, it's going to be like a tell-all book. going to come out. Roto, you wrote, like Yoda wrote, writes a tell-all book about what Obi Wan was really up to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> They're talking about whether or not Anakin's going to be in that show. I could see him being in there like a flashback or some ghost Mm. force thing. Yeah, I think he could be in there. Um, They should. Did you see see the other story about uh, the girl who played Rey? Like, they kept changing whose granddaughter she was. Like, they literally didn't know. Man. Yeah, she totally uh, threw everyone under the bus on that one. Well, that's some Disney planning for you, dude. That's how Disney does shit. Like, they don't know what they're doing. They just go in, full cock, throw some money at it, just want to brand it up, and then, like, nobody's driving the ship, you know, like, or steering the ship, you know, like. No, it's purposeful, like, Hmm. muddying of the waters. Misdirection. Yoda. Is the grandmother. (laughs) 
Yodette. Yodette. Oh, she's really descended from Yodette. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dave, what did you hear? Well, uh, Sony Pictures has decided that they're not releasing any big budget by that, like two hundred dollar, uh, two hundred million dollar movies. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, two hundred dollar <laughs> movies. No, they rele- they're they're deciding not to release any huge budget movies until they can figure out the uh, movie theater thing. Because Tenet was supposed to be the thing that saved theaters, and it's not doing as well as everybody expected. Uh, you know. Even despite having like a what a third of uh, theaters unavailable, <laughs> yeah. So, so that means, unfortunately, John, you might have nine to... million. Yeah. <laughs> so that unfortunately means John might have to wait a little longer for Ghostbusters Afterlife because who knows when they're going to release that? I heard they waited like a whole year. Isn't it supposed to do next summer now? Uh, yeah, you know who Isn't knows? Isn't that whole movie? Sh- out, that whole know. movie is shot though, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they're not putting anything out in theater, any huge budget movies in well, theaters right now. Well, because we have this weird thing happening, right? Where they're spending like two hundred million dollars to make a movie, but it's only making like movies are only making two hundred thousand dollars. I know, right? At the theaters <laughs> or whatever, or as they get released, the indie should be raining right now. We should go that... shoot a movie like next week, guys. Indies are raining. Like Shutter whipped together a movie where there's just four people sitting on a Zoom call. Yeah, that Shutter original, they that. cranked that shit out, and it's like, oh, the number one horror movie in America. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Man. What a dismal time for movies. So that's it's yeah. funny, that's why we're talking about movies that have already come out decades ago. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's uh, why I've been like, lifetime of movies to watch. Shit. Hmm. Or we're talking about movies that are just constantly getting pushed back. It's like every week, it's like, oh, thought we would solve it, see that one by now. Well, it's going to be really weird to see what happens. There's one I'm excited for, and I hope it comes out. It's a Freaky Friday remake, but this time it has a serial killer. You know, it's mm. Bloomhouse Productions. It's uh, Vince Vaughn switches bodies with a teenage girl, and then he realizes it's going to be a lot easier to kill people as a teenage girl and get away with it than being like a middle-aged man. <laughs> That's, a That's a stellar concept for a slasher movie. Oh, yeah. It's really <laughs> That's cool. It's actually really good. <laughs> it's almost like my evil Quantum Leap script that I told Dave about. This TV show that I wanted to do, where the guy has to leap into killers and stop the killings, like the idea yeah. of like body swapping with killers is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, until he heard... swaps mid kill and he's got to take his victim to the hospital. That could happen. Could happen. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the Adam. That's like the season finale. Sweeps weeks, you know, like on TV, like where you got to really amp it up, you know, that mid season yeah. finale. They're like, you got to you got to boost those ratings. What do you got for us? Oh, uh, he's gonna jump mid kill. I mean, he's gonna he have to deal with the see the heart inside the chest, and he's like, "Oh crap!" Yeah, I have to save them. <laughs> uh, triage. Wait, I'm a doctor. I'm, Liquid band aids. Perfect. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, what, well, what else uh, you got? Double A. You're doing a lot of talking. So, what do you got? What did you hear about news and TV? <laughs> got a headline I don't for know us? If you guys have heard about? Uh, you remember the Percy Jackson failed movie franchise that only? Whoa, had whoa, one whoa! Movie. Time out, time out. You didn't like those movies? I never saw them. Wait, they they made more than one. They made two of them. Oh well, that's, Percy Jackson yeah, in the did. Sea of Monsters. That's part two. They didn't two. finish. Am I right? Uh, well, how many? There's like how many books are there? Nine books. Old, they're gonna make all books. nine movies. I don't think they're gonna make. Well, they thought books. it was like they thought it was like the next Harry Potter, right? That's what they probably thought. Yeah, I don't think they cast the the same way. They should have followed the template of whatever they did for Harry Potter was what they should have done for Percy Jackson. But for whatever reason, they casted people that were too old. Um, hmm. so we could age with them 
I don't think they were that as invested in, in Harry Potter um, as they were in Harry Potter. But um, yeah, so Rick Riordan was in negotiation uh, with doing his Greek series on with Disney, but he just announced that he's going to be doing his Egyptian mythology-based series, Kane Chronicles, uh, with Netflix. And so that's mm-hmm. a good thing. I mean... He just announced it's happening. What a lucky so. guy to make money off of mythology that has existed for hundreds of years. Also, that's a pretty saturated like arena, right? Market, like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I have an ice cream shop. Yeah, and you're, you're on a street filled with ice cream shops, or you open a coffee place and you're on a street filled with coffee places. Or it's like, do you guys do you guys remember when there were two video stores next to each other? Yeah. You know, like, there was like a Hollywood, Hollywood here and a blockbuster next to each other. And a blockbuster, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Within walking distance of each other. And you're like, oh, Most shit. part of their business plan because we were in different parts of the country at that time. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm trying to think of another good example that might be relevant. And I'm trying to think, like, what's another oversaturated, like, market? Movies? Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was just going to say. Starbucks. Starbucks Podcasts. <laughs> Podcast, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man. Wow. There's definitely coffee shops within walking distance of each other. Oh yeah, yeah. restaurants even. I, I I like um pizza joints. Oh everything. yeah, yeah. Grocery stores for sure. Dang, like a Walgreens next to a Rite Aid or something. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's everywhere. CVS. Um, I I don't know. Did you? I don't know. I haven't read that guy's books. I've only literally seen those two movies. They're not that bad. What? Well, they said that Netflix is going to be developing this series into movies, into films, plural. So, dude, where is Netflix uh, getting all the money? They get they got to be bankrupt. They have to be one of those websites that like is borrowing money through the teeth. There's well, no I mean, way they can make that much money. Every week they of come out with something. Yeah, they're, no, they're like no. Seriously, this is their model right now. They're borrowing into the hilt because they're. Go- their analytics tell them it's going to be profitable after so long. Like literally, <laughs> they're going to make a profit in twenty forty five. Twenty billion in debt. <laughs> oh my gosh, are you serious? Yeah, because because that's how these they startups keep, work. People keep investing in them because yeah. they know it's going to pay off. They do these things where they borrow money. It's called like rounds of funds or something. Where like, well, I learned this from watching that show, um, Silicon Valley. You go and <laughs> get money, right? It's not a traditional loan. It's some kind of like Silicon Valley deal where it's called like a cycle fund or something. And they go, okay, for six months, we're going to give you like $3 million and then we'll reevaluate. And then they have these contracts and then they just give you money. And they're like, oh, it's the next round of funding because we got, you know, 45,000 users. So now we're worth another $2 million. It's all appraisals. We think you're worth this much. And like Dave said, we think you're going to make this much money. So I wonder if they're on their sheets. It's like, Oh, we're gonna have a profit in 2045. We just have yeah. to exist well, as a website till yeah. then. That seems like the Bezos model, like the Amazon. We're gonna run it in the red year after year, but then then we're gonna own the entire marketplace. Hmm. And when the world shuts down, we're the only thing in we're the only game in town. <laughs> Maybe who knows? I don't know. Anyway. They must be making money though, because at least like I know they're like throwing tons out, but I mean everyone has Netflix. It seems like right. Yeah, but what's the monthly on Netflix right now? I think it's like eleven or twelve, right? Okay, so let's say it's twelve package you get. Yeah. Oh yeah, you add it to your other subscription, it becomes like four dollars. How how many uh, estimated uh, viewers? Mm, I couldn't tell you. They're very. um, 
they're very private about their ratings, even and stuff like that. I know. I don't know. I think they have like at least like two hundred million people signed up. Well, I mean, a lot That's of the streamers huge. people sign up to watch a certain show and then they dump the service, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I know HBO lost I don't know half its subscriber base after Game of Thrones went off the air, something like that. That makes sense. Yeah. So. Or or you just join with your friends. Like there's so many services. Like I joined with my buddy Han about. And I just throw, kick kick him down like three dollars a month, and then we, you know what I mean? Like I think that's the best way to do a lot of these things. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's... I just did rough math here with twelve dollars and two hundred million people. Assuming that there's that many people subscribed, it's two billion four hundred oh, million dollars a month that they are pulling in. If that if those are the accurate numbers. So how are they in the red? <laughs> they're lying like, just like yeah. every other well, because dude we, we'll think about that though like i didn't say put that. out they <laughs> well put they out, have to like, pay for marketing they have to pay for the movies, movies they have to pay for yeah if you're making two billion like two point almost 2.5 billion a month though you can spend some money on yeah but it's series. not even it's the movies they're renting that are crushing it on their service like it's other people's movies that are doing well on their service it's not their it's original not, content. It's not their stuff. Okay. Yeah. It's not their stuff. Because they're following an algorithm that tells them how to make a movie rather than paying filmmakers to make movies. Mm-hmm. So they think their website knows what it's they, – they take the website data, right, of what people are watching, and that becomes their next movie. But that is not organic, right? That's not exactly how – you can that's take data, you, but that's not how you make. We know that's not how you make a movie. But but you, you know what I mean? Like it's different if you say like, "Hey, all these kids like horror movies. We should try to make another horror movie." That's fine. Not like, "Oh my gosh, all these people watched this like very specific horror movie. Let's make four more movies that are exactly the same, right?" Yeah. Because that and that many people should watch it, and then they go, "Wait a minute." That many people didn't watch these next four. What happened? But too late, as Dave said, they've already spent they've already the money. Spent the money. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Do they ever combine popular genres? See, that would be next what level. What do you mean? It's like everyone's watching Tiger King and everyone's watching this slasher movie or whatever, and then they then they just make a tiger the murderer. You know. Oh shit! That's like a that's like the Jaws. That's like the shark in number four, knowing that the family killed the other two sharks. My favorite Jaws, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like it knows and it's coming for you. The tiger knows yeah. his, he was in a cage. He's coming and for he, you. Well, and he, he'll follow you. Oh yeah. shit! That's pretty good. Yeah. Now, if you can combine cyborgs with tigers, oh, give me some cyborgs. and revenge. Oh, now you got a real movie. Yeah, exa- yeah, dude. What would you call human that? intelligence? What? Into the ultra modified Tiger King? Uh, I don't know. Um, speaking of cyborgs, tonight's movie is called Vendetta Dal Futuro, which roughly translates not at all to Hands of Steel, but that's what it's called over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Italian movie. Um, uh, let's see. Some dude named Paco tries to kill a government leader, an environmentalist leader or something, question mark. Not exactly sure what that dude's about. Then, the dude gets into a car accident and he wakes up in a government program that replaces 70% of his crippled body with cybernetics. 
most of which is his hands, or in his hands. In other words, they give him hands of steel. Yeah. Oh, that's what they call it. Yeah. Um, he makes a <laughs> shitty cyborg, so the people behind the money of the government program go <laughs> after him. Because he actually fails to kill his target, which is really funny because in the advertising for this movie, it says like that he's the best cyborg. Like if you watch that trailer, right? It says like he's got the best neutralizing skills and like 100% like can conform or whatever. Like all the little you know high tech ratings on that TV screen. You know what I'm saying on that MS DOS two shit. Like it was saying like that he was the best, and then you watch the movie and go like, oh, he's like the worst. He's the worst cyborg in the program. He's absolutely the the most terrible one. <laughs> like, oh man. So that's it. Yeah, we're watching Hands of Steel. And uh, let's go to our first impressions. Let's um, let's go to Nick. Uh, hands of boring. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I think you would have to say oh, hands okay. of boredom, right? Oh uh, yeah, hands of boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, let's jump right over to my man Dave. I'm I'm really shocked. I fucking liked this movie. Like I I'm really I really did. I, I this is the second time I've heard somebody didn't like this movie. Uh, I love so, the trailer movie. I thought the movie was I, like, whoa, this is way different. Yeah. I didn't see the trailer, so maybe I wasn't. Per- maybe uh, that was the best way to go about it. I don't know. I was excited, and then I also I'm like, wait, a minute, this is what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> uh, although John may have hit the he- nail on the head for me, it may have been a good example, but so bad it's good. I just watched it no matter what, and I enjoyed the fuck out of it. <laughs> so, what's actually your first impression? Yeah. No. What is your first impression? <laughs> well, I, I enjoyed it. It was good. Oh uh, yeah. It like, was good. All right. <laughs> okay. Adam, help okay, us out here. What was your impression? first impression of this movie? <laughs> okay. Okay. I tried Okay, it was on YouTube, so I tried watching it at 2x after deciding after the first couple of minutes it was going to be bad, but then I had to watch it at 1x because I decided it was good. Wow. All right. Oh wow. So you guys yeah. realize these are supposed to be the teaser words that would get people to watch the movie, right? Like not like Oh, you guys are bad. describing your experiences, um, but you're not actually giving first impressions. I did. Yeah, Nick did. You're right. Nick did. He gave it's not a, just because yeah. you're so perfect, Nick. I, that's Shit. what I do, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Paco is my favorite robo. Wow. <laughs> okay. Better than Arnold. When I, I'm going to go off the trailer and not be biased. When I saw the trailer, I was like, fucking awesome. That's how I walked into this movie. That that was my impression, mm-hmm. and that's what I thought. I, what, it was so. If I had seen that and like it was like a paid rental, I, I would have rented it because I thought the trailer was got me. But it's one of those trailers that it's the best of all the whole movie. Oh, you know, for sure. Compiled yeah. into three minutes, and I was like, somebody could have made a short film, right? They could have made a short film out of just the good shit. You know. Yeah, and then we wouldn't have seen it at all. Listen, we'll be back with more discussions about this movie right after these messages. Nick, why don't you tell us about your experience with uh, Sunday Scaries? So, you know, it's like Mondays tomorrow. I'm about to work, and I tried the Sunday Scaries gummies. Uh, I have not tried uh, CBD products. This was really good. It, it put me in like a mellow mode. I watched them below deck, and I was having a good time. Let me tell you, the kids are sleeping. I tried these gummies. I had like seven of them. 
I don't know if you're supposed to eat that many, but I enjoyed it. Sure. <laughs> it's perfectly but fine. Anyway, I highly recommend it. Go to uh, go to our show notes uh, or go to our website. You get 25% off. Guys, try it. I, I'm i going to get more because it's a pretty good little thing to eat while you're watching some fun TV or to just chill. Actually, I have one right now. I'm going to eat it. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> little... Don't OD. Oh man! <laughs> I like. I don't know if you're supposed to eat that many, but I did. Speaking <laughs> of shows that you can watch, I'm here to tell you about Acorn TV. It's a commercial-free streaming service that's rooted in British television, but they got the best mysteries, dramas, and heartfelt comedies, and so much more. It's content from all over the place. It's Ireland, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and beyond that. They got a British comedy that's pretty good called The Other One. Um, I'm always finding new stuff to watch on there. Uh, this month, I'm taking a look at a series called The Pie in the Sky. It's got Richard Griffiths. He uh, played Uncle Vernon in Harry Potter or Uncle Monty in a great uh, indie comedy called With Nail and I. He was also in Sleepy Hollow and uh, Hitchhiker's Guide for the Galaxy. He's one of these British guys that's been kicking around for a while. Pretty hep cat. So if you want to escape to Britain and beyond without leaving your seat, you can try Acorn TV free for 30 days by going to acorn.tv. You can use our promo code BingeWatchers. That's A-C-O-R-N dot TV with the code BingeWatchers. Get your 30 days for free. Your first 30 days for free. Acorn TV. Check it out. Pie in the Sky. It's like a detective comedy, um, except for the guy's like a celebrity chef who used to be a detective. It's funny and ha- also has crime solving. Take a look at it. Acorn TV. Promo code BingeWatchers. 30 days to experience everything that they got and beyond. Um, now back to the show. Let's see. There really ain't... Uh, there's not any questions from out there this week. It's been pretty quiet. I'm actually thinking of scrapping the uh, Raised by Television Facebook group. I don't know if anybody has any opinions on that. Are it doesn't you? seem oh. very... I always act- love seeing your posts. What? Yeah. Oh, well... Yeah, but I, what's bothering me is like I'm the only, only Johnny Spoilers posting. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it's cool to see people react to your stuff, but I was hoping that there's like a hundred and so people in that one group, and I was hoping they would tell me what they're like. It'd be great if they were telling it. The whole point of it is to share with other people the TV shows and movies that you're watching, whatever week or day it is, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not really doing that. I know that there was a lot of people involved. They're they're there when we show movies or clips or post things from YouTube, but, um. I don't got time. I don't got time to monitor that group, plus write the social calendar for the whole week, plus do the commercials, plus do the show with you guys, plus work on everything on the website. Like, it's too much. Totally good. You know what I mean? So I'm like, fuck it. I don't want to be the cheerleader in that little group. If nobody wants to use it, then there's no reason to even really host it anymore. So, um, I get you, man. Yeah. I mean, that sounds kind of negative, but that's kind of where I'm at. Like, you know, (laughs) nothing negative about that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Now we're moving on to favorite bits. I mean, unless anybody wants to chime in, I don't have anything else about the the Facebook group. Um, no, okay, yeah, <laughs> all right. What? Well, my family we we got divorced from the television, so uh, I wasn't allowed. We're we'll just make a new group. We're we're oh, burned. We're burned. So we'll just make a little. Uh, We'll make another group called Divorced from Television. That's funny. Divorced from Television. <laughs> uh, wow. Perfect. Oh, man. It'll be all the other media I consumed as yeah. a job. It'll be all on demand and like you basically make fun of people that still have VHS and DVDs and analog. You're just like all about the streamers. Divorced no, I'll just be talking about like 1930s pulp magazines. 
What's funny is when we don't have a great movie, it kind of sets the tone for the whole show. <laughs> right? Like, this was like a downer, a fucking total downer. <laughs> like, you think so? Uh, yeah, we I just lost like 200 days. subscribers. Like, in the last three minutes, we probably lost like 200 subscribers. No. Oh, no. Well, you got, two people, you got two people on the show that liked it. So. But you know what? We got yeah. like 15 people to go to Sunday Scaries. Good job, Nick. <laughs> and we got at least two people to go try Acorn. They want to find Dude, out what I, Pie in the Sky is all about. Two more, and I'm, I'm feeling good, guys. Oh, shit. Oh, before you watched it, but they actually oh. taste like real gummy bears. I'm the one fucking like, up the segment. I just do. realized I'm supposed to kick off the favorite bits from the movie. Holy shit! Mm. Okay, so, back to Hands of Steel. Sunday. Favorite bits. Um, I love a quote when he tears out a dude's heart. That's probably the highest point for me. And he says, "You don't own a man's." Wait. You don't control a man. No, 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 wait. You don't. Oh, you don't own a man. You don't own a man until you control his heart. That's it. I fucked up the quote. You don't own <laughs> yeah, a man until you control his heart. I thought that was pretty good. It was good. It was a good line. Um, the and helicopter crashes. The uh, there's a helicopter. One of the helicopters crashed and killed one of the actors. Uh, In real life, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I meant no. to bring that up earlier when totally. I was describing the movie, but I didn't. So I just thought I would sneak it in here. Even uh, I, it's a weird place to bring it up. Was that your favorite bit, John? Yeah, that the helicopter actually crashed and killed the guy. <laughs> oh my gosh! Which uh, actor was it? Um, one of the Italian ones. So he's in the the guy the guy who was talking to John Saxon, and he's like John Saxon told him to get back up in the air, like hurry up and do his job or whatever. No, not not John Saxon. The other guy. Remember there was like an assassin, and he walks over yeah. to the helicopter and is talking to the other to the two other guys. Anyway, Claudio Casolini or something, I think is the actor's name. He died. Whatever. Like The helicopter crashed while they were shooting wow. this movie in Pace, Arizona. The desert's really Arizona. It's kind of cool. They shot in Arizona. It's That's cool. Kinda that unique. makes me like feel like I'm lucky to have survived filming from a helicopter. Oh, yeah. Helicopters crash all the time. Helicopters suck. I would. I don't want to be in helicopters. I, and I don't I'm, recommend I'm going in a helicopter yeah. ever. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if Kobe Bryant... Has yeah. like the nicest helicopter that money can buy, and he still goes. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, I, yeah, I don't know. I just think like. Oh, and then there's that Twilight Zone episode. No, that that story is horrible. We're not gonna really live that right now. We can't do that. We can't. Yeah, we no, can't, yeah, we yeah, can't yeah, talk about that. that. Why'd you fucking bring? Don't fucking bring it up. It. I'm not gonna explain that in detail. We've don't... talked about that on the show before. Yeah. Um. Hey Nick, what are your favorite bits? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite bit is in the bar the arm wrestling scene oh yeah because they said this movie the was go and then he's like no i'm gonna kick your ass and that really tall bad guy what the hell is wrong with that guy man that guy get off your high horse he like automatically guy. hates him as soon as yeah. he hears his name is paco <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, um, well, what's funny is uh it, online like Writers at the time and, um, you know, critics, whatever, they go, oh, the movie, you know, is a mix of the Terminator, Blade Runner, and um, what's the arm wrestling movie with Stallone? Over the Top. Over Over the the Top. top. Yeah. So they said, oh, it's all those three movies mixed together. I don't see any Blade Runner. I don't really see Blade Runner, but I can see the other two movies thrown in. Yeah. So. um, The ideas behind Blade Runner, maybe. Like a robot that realizes it's a robot or a man confused whether or not he's still a man. Well, there's a major flaw with this movie. Nothing triggers him to be a man again. In the beginning of the movie, he is, he attempts to kill somebody, but then doesn't do it right. 
then takes off to the desert that he remembers when he was completely human. But there's no... Not, what triggers him? Jumping out of the window? And the fall shakes loose the memory? Like, wh- what? Is it the acid no, no, rain no, no. he it, drives through? No, he, like, was, he just was had a, a deep-seated aversion to horror. What? And if if to truly own a man, you have to control his heart or whatever... They didn't control his heart. They controlled his mind. So they're really trying to say that, you know, other components of you make you human, not just yeah. your brain. Maybe. That's a stretch. You're really defending the movie? <laughs> yeah, I'm defending it. I mean, the movie's premise is like he he believed that it was some small remnant of his humanity was still in there after all the other, you know, augmentations. Well, he was really excited about but, chopping all that wood. <laughs> Um, is that a snoring reference? What are we? What are no, doing? no. This he was gonna chop wood for the lady. Like he was really excited yeah. about chopping wood. You said he's like human, still had a heart. He was really excited about chopping the wood. Yeah. The Tin Man. There you go. Um. <laughs> so is that your favorite bit? The i the the ideology. No, no. My favorite bit is when the the biker couple comes in and she's nibbling on his ear and he's oh. like, stop nibbling on my ear. The super cyborg then, who wears the yeah, plastic shorts. Well, well, I mean, I'm not revealing that yet, but huh. the, the part where... Well, you brought he, it up, so I said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it happens. So, yeah, you, you jumped all over it. Okay, now I'm out of order. I'm just going to skip that. So I love... There should be a soundboard for when she attacks him and all those crazy sounds the actress makes. Hmm. I had so much fun in that part of the movie. I watched it twice, maybe three times, <laughs> just because she was making the most hilarious sounds. She's a psychopath. They were having like a genuine psychopath. Yeah, on um, set. Is that what you're saying? Oh yeah, yeah. Like that they, actress had to be had to go to the loony bin afterward. <laughs> yeah, out here it's called the Section Twelve, so they definitely Section Twelved her. Yeah. Oh wow. Um. Little but trivia for you, folks. No, I have no idea. I have no idea what if the lady's actually crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, we're just in. It's okay. No, they're they're never gonna know. They're Italian, right? Yeah, I don't but, know. Uh, they, they've already tuned yeah. out at this point. They don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like, but the, the shot of the after about nine minutes, they gave they've given up on this episode. <laughs> Dave, what's your favorite bit? Um, pretty much anything with the the, the his um. The guys from the bar fucking with him, like they could not, like th- that's when it became a cartoon for me. So they it, hated him. I know. Yeah, like I'm like for no reason, like okay, like and they kept like he he broke off a piece of marble and they still egg him on. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah, <laughs> the guys are um, beast. Leave him alone. But I mean, anything after that, like all the hijinks after that, especially with the one main guy, like uh, one main uh, bar bad guy, it was just it just felt like Tom and Jerry, uh, Wiley Coyote. It just felt like a cartoon after that, and that's kind of why I enjoyed this movie. Is like it felt like a cartoon, and I think well, kind of knew that. Adam. When I saw the trailer and it shows them beating him up in the trailer, I thought that's how he was going to get the hands of steel. Like mm. they dragged him out somewhere and they like you know did something terrible, hor- like Broke Robocop shit. You yeah. know, like, in Robocop, they really fuck him up before he's Robocop. That was he has to crazy. go through hell. Oh, like, he yeah. has to... What a fantastic reordering, John. It could have been... It could have started out with him being, like, an arm wrestling champion, and uh, he loses... And then they... they and the get, get, you're right, they his take his arms because he's too good, right? That would have been great. Like, this... Yeah. Or they just cut his hands off because, like... That's Hands of Steel's, too. Swollen. 
That, that's <laughs> in Hands of Stills Part 2. Yeah. Well, that was, that was the other thing that got me. Is like, how incompetent are you? Like, you're beating him on his chest when he was hanging upside down, but like, but you want to break his arm because he's going to have an arm wrestling match later. Why are you hitting his chest? Like, there's so much about this movie that doesn't make sense. And you yet, know what's not it. clear? Which parts are cybernetic and which ones aren't? Because they shoot him everywhere, and he's fine. Yeah. Right? Well, he is 70%, so that's a good percentage, though. Hmm. Well, how do they determine maybe. the 70%? Because if metal weighs so much more than flesh, maybe it's just the hands. <laughs> hands of steel. He's got super <laughs> heavy hands. It's just hands. Yeah. Now we arrive at probably what is my favorite part of this episode, because I fucking hate this movie. Um, <laughs> we're putting on the scales of movie justice here. We got binge now, binge later, and binge never to consider. Um, Nick, why don't you kick it off? I would say binge never, hands of steel. Mm. I would say uh, binge later, solo with Mario Van Peebles. <laughs> <laughs> and binge, uh, binge now. Let's just go for Robocop because you can't go wrong. That's the golden standard of cyborg really movies. Is, yeah. Actually cyborg is, but you know, Robocop's up there too. Robocop's freaking awesome. I love Robocop. Um let's jump over to Double A, Atomic Adam. What do you got for us? Well, this one is a binge later. I mean, I'm a realist. I did enjoy it, but I don't think other people are gonna be like I don't want to be recommending movies that people are like, Man, this suck, man. Double A's, you know, as far <laughs> off as you can be. He's lost but, his shit. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that one's like... But uh, Binge Now would be... Can I say a series instead of a movie? Okay, it's going to be Cobra Kai. On nice. I know other, I, nobody... It doesn't need the endorsement. I'm just saying I'm enjoying it. And, uh, yeah, I don't have a Binge Never. I, I didn't see a movie that bad. Wow, you're really optimistic. That's good. <laughs> um, Dave? Uh, let's see. Um, I will say binge now uh, for uh, Cyborg movies. Uh, Upgrade, kind of a movie that went under the radar a couple years ago, but that's uh, oh, fun. Uh, actually, very violent movie, too. Um, I'm going to say binge later this. Uh, I did enjoy it, but like uh, Adam, I'm not going to say rush out. And uh, I'm going to say binge never when I'm looking through cyborg movies. Uh, fuck that ghost in the shell live action remake from a few years ago. Uh, just never, never watch that. Mm. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. It is um, good CG though, right? Gosh, you brought up ghost in the shell. So do I, do, do I, do I talk about ghost of the shell or do I just give my ratings? Oof. Well, it, wait, wait, Go uh, for what your heart Dave, told you. Yeah. One real quick question for Dave. Did you like the anime more than the live action? <laughs> um, <laughs> I did actually see it after it was it, it it had some good animation, but yeah, still I'm still not won over by the genre as a whole. Well, that's where I was going, but not I wasn't making that joke. So that's a great joke, Adam. Uh, it's a reoccurring <laughs> thing, folks. If you go back to our anime movies, we're trying to convince Dave to love them. He fell in love with them, and we got to remind him just how much he loves them every single time, every chance we get. Um, similar to a situation I have with The Hobbit. Uh, but Ghost mm. in the Shell, the cartoon, is amazing. And the live action, yeah, I wouldn't go near it either. So that's a that's a perfect uh, example of Binge Never. Now here's my scales um, comparing Hands of Steel to other movies. Binge Now, I would say go to Cyborg 2 with Angelina Jolie over Hands oh. of Steel. Binge Later, 
uh, circuitry man. Oh, um, wow. Binge never hands of steel. Either circuitry mm. man is better than this movie. You can go to one part one or part two. Um, and now I want to know what everybody else is watching, but Adam kind of gave his away. We know he's digging through Cobra Kai right now. Um, Nick might have given his away during the advertisement tonight where he told us he was still below decks. So, no, so... no, I, I, got, I got another one. I got oh, you another got another one. one. Okay, what do you got? Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, oh I, I watched Glimmer Man with Steven Seagal this week. Whoa. Yeah, it was good, let me tell you. <laughs> it, it was just so funny seeing it was like the last good Steven even good Gl- even glimmer man is a binge now over hands of seal oh for sure yeah it's like last Steven Seagal's last like big theater movie really that hmm. he could actually fight in before he couldn't fight you know is that before he became a russian citizen oh yeah this is like 1997 yeah, yeah. okay what he's a russian citizen what Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he's like an, he's an endorser for like a, the American. I don't know what he does, but he's he's loves Russia and Putin. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was like a police officer in New Orleans. He does it all, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Except his own stunts. Let me tell you, he he doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> Dude, he's actually the living example of that character that um, Danny McBride played in. Uh, the foot fist way, where the guy's really good at giving demonstrations, oh, yeah. but he can't really fight. That's Steven Seagal. I love that movie. He can I demonstrate love- grappling techniques, but he's shitty at gung fu. Mm-hmm. But because yeah. his family raised him in part of Asia, he's been selling that line of bullshit for like sixty years. That he can actually Bruce Lee some shit, you know? Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, his movies are really bad now if you've watched any of them, let me tell you. Remember they used to do like <laughs> Mad TV sketches about him? Yeah, and that like, one Will Sasso guy used to actor, pretend to be. so good. <laughs> yeah. But what's ironic is he is that guy now. He's become. Yeah. Oh, it, you're right. Like, He's like a parody of are, himself. They are identical now. Yeah. Like at, at the time, he was almost. The guy was. A Mad TV was over exaggerated. Now. Holy shit. It, it's almost like real life. Do yeah. you know what would be incredible if you took Jim Belushi and had him like just get a script <laughs> that was Steven Seagal's script, but have Jim Belushi play the karate guy? That'd be fucking awesome. I was watching Jim Belushi's show and he's just like waiting for the next part. So Nick and Dave, why don't you guys get on this? Get your Steven Seagal esque parody movie together for Jim Belushi <laughs> and we'll get it to him. He's on a pot farm. He would love to try Sunday Scaries. Like, he's selling the Blues Brothers pot right now. Oh, man. I would love to go. Yeah. I, haven't, I'm, I would love to go. You know what's so funny? Since we dropped the first mention of Sunday Scaries, there's like four marijuana accounts that are now following me on Instagram. And I wonder, I want to follow them back, but I don't want to follow them if they're really just government profiles. Uh, <laughs> you, know what, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, but, but weed, is Calif- weed in California is legal. Oh, but I don't know where it is where you guys are. Yeah. Okay, I'm in California, guys. Bring Feds, it. Feds, will, <laughs> yeah. Feds got your name now. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Yeah. I was thinking Belushi and Seagal in a in a buddy cop movie. Uh, oh. hmm. Seagal does not work good with people, so I'd say they no. look like each Where other. They, they're they, both portly now, and they have receding hairlines. They look exactly alike, almost. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That would be weird. <laughs> but so but the brother doesn't have hair anymore. Uh, <laughs> No, see, basically, the department has been defunded, but they're still trying to solve the murder because it's got too close to home. Mm. That's that's my. Is this a red movie or a blue movie? 
It is a purple movie. When you mix okay. red and blue, okay. you have a fair Just trying to see what the messages in the agenda was behind the movie. One of them is purple. But we're going to have fun with this. Okay, um, are the cops good guys or bad guys? Oh. You got to you gotta evenly identify. It, that right, determines right, right, right. how you market They're the movie. They're good, but the department is bad. Oh, sure, yeah. Corrupt, corrupt captain. Yeah. yeah. That's how it always goes, man. Detective work in the beat, and then you find out his lieutenant sucks. Is red. That's how it goes. Okay. That's off. actually perfect. Actually, that's the buddy comedy of all time. That's the formula. There Conservative cop, liberal cop. They're working yeah. together, folks. It's a bipartisan comedy. Especially right now, it'd be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Bring things together, David. <laughs> David, you have to uh, write let me this. Get started on that. Yeah. Okay. That's what it's called, bipartisan cops. <laughs> Dude, this is perfect. Great, good job. Oh shit! Oh my god! Oh, man. man, files. Dave, what about you? Uh, well, uh, let's see. The I took three hours and fifteen minutes this week and actually watched the director's cut of Kingdom of Heaven, and Ooh. I've completely. I completely came around. I, this is a movie I saw in theaters, I think actually with John coming out, mm-hmm. and I was fucking pissed. I hated it so much. Oh, I didn't know. Um, but uh, this uh, director's cut kind of fills in all the gaps of everything I missed and the reason why I didn't like that first version. So if you have three hours and 15 minutes, I'd say it's as good as Gladiator if this got to be put out the way uh, he wanted it to. See, besides wow. Orlando Bloom playing an elf called Legolas in Lord of the Rings... Um, I don't really like Orlando Bloom, but I like him in Kingdom of Heaven as the Crusading Knight. I also like the Saracen characters. Like it shows you both sides of the conflict. There's good and bad on each yeah. side. Um, but it, what's funny so is so, his like when his dad is looking for him. Know like who was the good and the bad? You know, uh, in the this, Muslims or the Christians? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, well, the thing is, in this, it's a business, right? So in, in this, um, in this movie, his dad goes looking for him, and his dad has. A bunch of mercenaries that are their own, like, what's weird is, like, you feel like this is, like, two movies. Like, I want to see the movie where the dad and his little group of badasses are, like, conquering shit. Because when he shows up looking for Orlando Bloom's character, it's Liam Neeson. And he has, like, four or five knights that all have these badass weapons and, like, are their own special Mm -hmm. fighters. And you're, like, I'm looking at, like, the medieval X-Men right now. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And, like... Kind of. And then and then and then some crazy shit happens and they're not really in the movie anymore and you're like, wait a minute, like I thought they were gonna go with Atlanta Bloom and fuck shit up for the rest of the movie. And it doesn't really go down that way, but you're like, why did they take the time to establish those characters so well they weren't just background characters? Why did they give them so so many great weapons and so many details if they're not the main group of dudes, you know? Mm-hmm. It's weird. A weird detail. It's a uh, overactive prop department is what it was. Yeah, yeah. Energy drinks. Oh man. Well, okay, have you guys seen um, what's that thirteenth? Oh, thirteenth warrior. Have you guys seen that? Where he he hooks up with yeah, the Vikings. Yeah, that that's what that the scene. That's what the yeah. scene in Kingdom of Heaven is like. You meet all these crazy Viking type dudes, and you're like, oh man, they're about to go on a quest. There's going to be a boss fight. This is going to be some really cool shit. And then, spoiler alert. Haven't done a spoiler alert in a while. Most of these dudes die. And then the dude is just there, and you're like, wait a minute. Like, they just introduced, like, all these characters, and now they're dead. Not in 13th Warrior, but in the Kingdom of Heaven movie. Half the fighters are dead, and you're like, now there's still two hours left of the movie. 
mm-hmm. what's going to happen now? <laughs> like, they establish all these characters, and then they don't go with Elena Bloom on the crusade. That's what doesn't make sense. Like, they establish these characters, they take time to introduce... You know what I'm talking about, right, Dave? Like, yeah. the dad's fighters? I've, ne- I've never seen the movie, but don't Did the director's cut solve this problem? I don't know. Kind of. I mean, have you not seen the director's cut, John? I think I have a DVD that has both versions, but... Oh, you need if you haven't watched it, you need to watch it, because anything that you felt was missing from the theatrical version is filled in with this. Like, this gives weight to characters and, like, backstories and shit. Like, well, only the priest goes with him. The dad's injured. Right. He, the priest and the dad, and he, and he go back to the Holy Land. But we've lost, like, seven dudes. You know? Well, yeah, that's true. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Liam Neeson's... Uh, Group. Yeah, his whole entourage of badasses, and you're like, why did they? Why did they spend an hour introducing those characters, and then they just don't use them? I don't know. It's inconsistent. Anyway, that's a and good. That's a, a good. That, that's a good. Edit. What else you watching? Entry though, that's for sure. Um, and I'm watching nothing. I've been too busy to watch anything. Movie. What Adam? Maybe he realized. Maybe really Scott realized he couldn't make a five-hour movie. <laughs> I don't know. Probably good. It's a good movie. If you guys haven't seen it, you guys should watch Kingdom of Heaven. It's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth it. Trust me, it's I didn't spoil so everything. There's still two and a half hours of that movie. A lot of shit. It's happens. a long. It's a long movie. Like and like, I think they chopped out an hour when it went to theaters because it was super sh- or short by comparison. Um. Have we got everybody's? What else are we watching? I, I think, think so. Adam and you, right? Or who? Well, I'm not watching anything because I have not had any time to watch anything. Um, What are you you watching, Adam? You didn't do it, right? Oh, Cobra Kai? Yeah, Cobra Kai. Oh, you're right. I guess you did, yeah. Um, So let's move on to special announcements or reminders. Adam, what do you got for the people? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I wanted to tell people about our our Binge Watchers website, which we have a lot of interesting offerings here. Uh. I'd like to direct audience to the Words About Movies blog that we have going on. Uh, Lots of fun entries and more entries planned uh, where we talk about movies uh, or write about movies instead of... So we talk about movies on the podcast and we also write about movies. Um, And also our special offers page, which is a rundown of all the different perks and bonuses and money off and um, free months and free weeks and stuff and trial offers on a special special offers page uh, and uh obviously there's a link to all of our past episodes on there you go to episodes and as a special noteworthy mention um we have a donations button at the very bottom if you if you love us and you want to throw us a couple dollars so we can buy some coffee so we can watch some more movies nice you do that if you want we're also um <laughs> we start speaking of like blogs and stuff we actually started a a um a segment i guess where we're going to do like our co-host is going to pick uh, a podcast episode of the month and in august nick had been talking about um angst which was one of our summer slash entries and we're like okay that's going to be the the first of For the sure. staff picks we're going to put that on the website on its own page, and it, it's reminiscent of like when you used to walk into a video store, and there'd be like the staff recommends, hel- you know, Halloween two or something. So that's what we're doing. We're gonna do our staff recommends. You can't go to the bookshelf and pick it out and check it out, but you can go to our website and go to the staff pick 
uh, tab, and it'll open the page, and you can see the the pick of the month. So, Dave, you got one for us? I do. Uh, it is uh, Creep Show, which is one of my favorite movies and one of my favorite episodes we've done um, because we covered Creep Show and Creep Show Two and uh, a couple episodes of the series, and we had for the first time. Uh, recurring guest rebecca love that was the first time we had her on there so check out that episode for sure and then next week we're continuing our cyborg cinema month we're gonna roll into project metal beast it doesn't just have a cyborg it has a werewolf oh shit oh whoa that sounds good you guys were talking about mashups we got one yeah (laughs) yeah wow oh i'm excited for this but not a tiger but not a tiger i'm sorry yeah we we didn't have the budget for a tiger. We'll work on it. <laughs> You'll have to hit that donate button, and then we'll we'll be back with a cybernetic tiger movie. You know. <laughs>